care. <laughs> could have led with this part, Adam. You could have led with this part. No, we're gonna start with a fucking piano intro for nine minutes. SoundCloud for this, right? I wait till we get to my banjo intro. <laughs> banjo solo, take two. I want to apologize for Adam trolling everybody. If I could mute him, I would. Welcome to a very special Lo-Fi Chill Beats version of Bullshirt Podcast. We're your hosts. We're sorry we just wasted four minutes of your life. Well, now we're about to waste an hour. Fortunately, there's a scrub button. You can just come to this point. That was the high point. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, you can scrub to the end of the podcast using that that scrub timeline, and then uh, Uh, you're good. Yeah. Conversely, you burping in the mic was so much better. <laughs> I mean, it's fuck it. We've just this is where we're at now. So <laughs> five minutes in of just complete and utter nonsense. You're welcome. The long so intro you, used to be my thing. It would annoy everybody. You don't say. Yeah. Well, we'd hate to disappoint our Guantanamo detainees. Yeah, they might. They they might actually like that. We need to we need to get into the podcast and really torture them. It's the closest thing they get to Spotify out there. <laughs> we just mail them a cassette of the uh, podcast every week. You know, if you didn't know any better, let's say you didn't speak English very well. Waterboarding at Guantanamo Bay actually sounds like a vacation if you have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, that was well deserved. Well, there you go. I like that. I it sounds like a, a rich white person vacation. Waterboarding exactly. at Guantanamo really Bay. What did you do? Oh, I went waterboarding at Guantanamo Bay. 
That does sound like a blast. The more you say it, the more I kind of want to do it. I'm sure we can make that happen. All right, just uh, film it for uh, fake internet points on YouTube. No shit. <laughs> what is up, guys? I'm going to Guantanamo Bay today. No, you're going to do the fake outrage thing where you're recording yourself trying to waterboard yourself and someone walks in front of your camera or something. Or tells you no, you can't waterboard I gotta, yourself. I got to rent a Lamborghini and pull it up and then ask a girl for her number in front of Guantanamo Bay. And when she tells me no, then I got to get in the Lamborghini and then she turns around and then uh, gets in the car and gives me her number. And that in can be your reaction face for the uh, YouTube thumbnail. Yeah, I'll put my <laughs> I'll put my hands on my face. And uh, look super surprised and do the uh, Gold Digger Guantanamo Bay Challenge. You laugh, you lose, 420 edition. Put some explosions on the thumbnail, too. (laughs) (laughs) Some explosions and some characters T-posing. Speaking of fucked up, made up holidays... It is May the 4th, which became Star Wars Day, which is the closest they could get to May the 4th be with you. But if someone in the movies actually said, May the 4th be with you, you would think they had a speech impediment and something was wrong with them. Perhaps, you know, some sort of genetic malformation. Or they're just a really good boxer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or they know how to take a punch, at least. Yeah, they know how to bite someone's ear off. Then they would say it like that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) And then they'll fuck you till you love them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy. Hey, I'm just uh, paraphrasing. He's just quoting. He's quoting somebody else so he can say it. Didn't Tyson do some? Um, got in with a uh, an edibles cannabis company and did gummies in the shape of an ear. I know he owns like his. He owns like a dispensary chain. I think they like grow their own. There's like Mike Tyson weed and stuff. Does, so I would not be surprised if he out. It, it probably does. Some it, nasty fucking indica. It fucks you until it until you love it. Until you love it. Yeah. That. Yep. That's what the package says. Anyway. Let me pop another. <laughs> he's definitely not the brightest man in the world. I've seen a few interviews with him, and now that he's. He's real big into hallucinogenics, especially like mushrooms. And I've seen a couple of uh, like video recorded podcasts of him just downing a, a fucking quarter of shrooms. And then, you know, they'll half hour later, they're talking to him and he's just spilling fucking nonsense. And the problem is, is when you've got a man who is the size of a, a fucking human uh, bull uh, with the same amount of power and rage looking at you with glazed over fucking eyes talking insanity. I felt for everybody in that room. 
Like you, you could not take this man down in time. It's like to cocaine bear killing. Him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Real life fucking cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, it's kind of like having a 150 pound Rottweiler hump your leg. You know what you do when that happens? You let him fucking finish. I was going to say not, not much. Not much. Just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson decides he's going to fucking decimate you. Just lay there and pretend to be dead. <laughs> Like tap you do out, tap out, tap out, right? So, yeah, oh, it's a, it was a strange. Oh, dude, interview. I could take Mike Tyson, dude. I would love to fucking see that. I could take him, dude. I think you know if I saw Mike Tyson in public, bro, it'd be on site. Right, what's your orifice? <laughs> well, first he probably fucked me in my face, <laughs> and then he probably fucked me in my ass, <laughs> and then. You would fall in love. Probably, and I'd have one mm-hmm. ear. And it make you sound the prenup. But if you give someone like 85 concussions, um, I think it's all right if they're a little dumb. Yeah, he was... I don't think he was ever a particularly bright human being to begin with, but he was a hell of a fucking boxer. The man was mean, so you got to give him that. They definitely found the right fucking career for him, so... Well, they, like, bred him into boxing, like, the way that Customato, like, basically brainwashed him into thinking about nothing but boxing Mm -hmm. since he was 12 or 13. Yeah, I watched another interview with him where he talks about, like, he can't, they asked him if he still keeps up as far as, like, sparring and shit, and he said, no, he can't do that shit anymore because if he does, it, like, um, triggers him. To, to where he starts getting violent and crazy again. So he said he can't spar or do any of that kind of shit anymore. So he just sits around and eats fucking mushrooms all day. <laughs> Sounds well, like the life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So I've heard. You're right. Allegedly. Someone I never met. So, yeah, it's, um, of all the drugs he was going to get into, I guess hallucinogenics are probably the best because honestly, I've never known anyone on shrooms or acid to ever like get violent you know um not me personally anyway so that, no, that I was uh, too busy staring at the shower curtain and watching all the <laughs> right. too busy chasing the dragons so i have seen people uh get weird on certain things but not violent yeah creepy yeah. i mean i've had some people weird me out a little bit when they were high tripping on something like that but i've never seen anybody get violent so well, to be fair i've seen people get weird when they're not on anything so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. yeah at least with heavy drugs you can give them a fucking pass like oh yeah, you have been out hopped up on fucking heroin that night and you know so i don't think i've ever seen i remember there was a drug that went around in columbus when i lived there 2000 and I don't know, two ish. So somewhere in there, um, there was a drug going around that they called dog food. Cause it looked like fucking dry crushed up dog food, but it was heroin and cocaine. If I remember correctly, or heroin in some kind of speed, I don't remember what, what kind it was. And you'd snort this shit. And, uh, cause heroin's a, uh, anesthetic, sedative, whatever, right? And if you did pure 
heroin in most instances, you just like fall asleep or die if you had enough of it. So they mix it with the cocaine so that you can ride out the high. And I remember watching it, this, I don't know if it got epidemic, but I remember watching a few people I knew having to like give up everything and move back in with their parents and shit because they got wrapped up in it. And we were at a party and somebody's like, Hey man, you want to try some of this dog food? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, there's just nothing like, just nothing appealed to me about that. Not the way it <laughs> We're looked. in your mom's basement right now. Right. Yeah. Like I think literally we might've been now that you mention it. Cause we were in a basement. I just don't remember whose. So, um, yeah, exactly. You know, and there was just nothing about it. Uh, I remember that. And I remember when uh, Adderall, this is college campus, Ohio state campus. So like you could get Adderall easier than you could get weed some fucking nights. And, um, I remember that going around motherfuckers not sleeping for days, uh, showing me the software they'd written and shit like that. And I'm like, that's, that's great, dude. When have you, when, when's the last time you slept or had water, you know? And they look like a fucking tripped out, angry raisin trying to type on a keyboard. So <laughs> just, I was like, Jesus Christ, man, I, I don't understand certain drugs. I just never understood the appeal. I mean, I dabbled here and there with shit, but, um, I just I never it was an image problem. They should have called it puppy chow. Puppy chow, right? Then it was cute and cuddly, right? <laughs> <laughs> you might be onto something here, man. You may you may want to get into marketing. So yeah, hey, term man, of wanna, uh, copyright. Wanna try some of this puppy chow? Oh, puppies are cute. Oh god, I can't move. This isn't cute. <laughs> there was special K going around too. That was I think it's ketamine. If I remember correctly, I don't know. Sounds right. Yeah, that was another one that went around. Um, and then all the rave drugs. I never tried any of the rave drugs because I've dealt with depression for God since I was probably in my early teens, maybe earlier than that. And uh, my theory was always what goes up must come down. And uh, I felt like because people would say, oh, if you do X or Molly or whatever. And I don't know the difference between any of them. So if I'm talking about the same drug, whatever, but, uh, I always thought they, Oh man, you, you know, you feel great and you, you know, you're euphoric and everything's wonderful. And in my mind, all I could think about was like the next day. And then I actually ran into some people that had done some rave drugs. And I remember for like two or three days after them talking about how shitty they felt and fucking like suicidal and shit. And I was like, hey, you want to try it? I'm like, nah, fam. Nah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I want to blow my brains out. You want to try this? <laughs> I'm like, right, right. I never understood that about drugs, dude. I never. People but then again, with food for fuck's sake. Oh this yeah, that shit. Try it. Try, yeah, right here. <laughs> try this. Oh god, this is fucking terrible. Try it. I'm like, no. Like, I believe you. Like, I, I have, I have faith in you. But then I can go back to when I was like 19. You know, and you'd be huddled in a garage somewhere smoking a joint and somebody had hit it and they'd hack up a fucking lung like they're sweating and their veins are popping out because they were coughing so bad. And then they're like, ear, <laughs> and you fucking take it and hit it and do the same thing because it was all seeds and stem. But gravity so. bong is in her chat. <laughs> oh, God, the uh, the two liter bottle in the bathtub or in the in the five gallon bucket. 
Yeah, yes, the old sir. Home Depot five gallon bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. So they have. Uh, well, someone told me they have uh, waterfalls now, which is like just a miniature version of that, where you just have like a a big gulp cup full of water, and then okay. like a little twenty ounce like soda bottle. Copy. Ah, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah, portable uh, gravity bong. I'll be damned. Don't go chase the waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it sucks because I, I moved out to Colorado, right? And um, I, as I got older, I, I couldn't smoke weed anymore. It, it triggered panic attacks more than it didn't. And I just got to the point where I fucking quit smoking it because I couldn't, uh, I just couldn't fucking handle it. But when I was younger, like when I first, I didn't, I didn't smoke weed for the first time until I was 19 years old. And uh, I remember my parents like, no, no, you were on drugs your whole life. You were always on drugs. Nope. I was 19 fucking years old. I loved weed, man. I smoked so much fucking weed into my twenties. Then I got a job where I drove a company vehicle and had to quit. Boo. Um, But I couldn't handle it anyway. I got into my thirties and couldn't fucking handle it. So um, I miss it sometimes, but uh, it's, it's just, it's different now. Fucking, uh, the weed they have now puts you into a fucking coma after one hit. You go straight fucking brain dead. So, but those were the good old days. Fuck, I can't even drink anymore. So, I get an old sucks. Ah, dude, it really does. I, <laughs> I get fucking hangover so bad. I'll have two drinks and the next day I still feel shitty. Like not full blown hangover, but I know that I drank the night before, you know, like I feel it. Yeah. And again, in my twenties and thirties, 20 as fuck. You could, you could drink and get a couple hours sleep, get up, like, yeah, let's go to the lake, go fishing, get high. <laughs> so now it's like, oh, wait, you want to go out drinking Friday night? Let me check my schedule. Uh, yeah, I got nothing till Monday, so uh, that'll work. That'll work. That natty oh, light sorry. dirty 30 pack. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the fucking natty light we used to drink when that's, I don't know why we felt obligated, but all of us would bring beer to practice when, when I was in the bands. And we'd all grab natty light. And I remember those goddamn 30 pack. They were a cube. So. The, the I think they called them the cube, actually. Yep. And, uh, yep. <laughs> so I've been uh, I've been drinking beer that would make me dress up like a woman for a long time. So I ain't scared of no Bud Light. You sure you don't want to unload a fully automatic rifle into a stack of Bud Light? I mean, I would. I think that would be a blast, but I wouldn't care what beer it was, honestly. I mean, you should yeah. set up 12 packs of fucking uh, Dr. Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Reactive targets are more fun. That's what I'm saying, right? Uh, I used to, we used to shake up cans of cheap soda and put them on fence posts and pop them just because they'd. We can do the same crap, but all you'd have to do in Alabama during the summer was let them sit in the sun for a little bit. <laughs> and that's, that's you, good. you went with the cheapest variety of soda that you could usually find, yeah. which in Alabama at the time was usually some variety of Shasta, 
Oh from, yeah. From <laughs> Wind Yeah, from Wind Dixie. Fuck yeah. Uh, or, uh, great value brand. Mm, well, yeah, well, at the time, you know, that you know Walmart pre Walmart, yeah. Really hit big. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it was it was it was up and coming, but there was no such thing as a super Walmart yet. So you went to Win Dixie, and you know you could pick up. Uh, God, you could probably pick up a twelve pack of that shit at the time for like a buck fifty. Um, so you know you bought that crap, you set it up on a fence post or something somewhere. You whipped out your twenty two, and if you so yep. much nicked the side of that motherfucker. <laughs> It was like an artery. artery. Yeah, because, you know, those <laughs> things were about as thick as fucking aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, do you realize, you know, you see those memes and shit that say, I'm this old, and it'll show something, you know. I just realized, I'm not sure about Robbie, but uh, you and I are old enough to remember a world pre-Walmart. Yeah. Isn't that something? I just realized that when... When you said that, it was like, "Oh fuck, no, he's right." That would have been pre pre Walmart. Um, well, I mean, it was there. There was a pre Walmart time, you know. There you had yeah. Kmart was the big thing. Oh yeah, the blue light special. Fuck yeah, ain't that something? I had many an icy in the uh, <laughs> Kmart little food court mm-hmm. that they had in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that little cafeteria they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ain't that like something? Like the old meat and three or something. Yeah. That's fantastic. The giant icy. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I wanted. We went to Kmart. Where the fuck is my icy? <laughs> <laughs> when we went to, uh, you know, there was a chain at the time in Alabama called Food World. I'm not sure who the I'm hell the they were world. affiliated with, but my Who'd mom take me out to the Food World in Gardendale, Alabama. And, uh, we would go by the bakery and they would give me a bag of, you know, that she would buy me like a dozen cookies, uh, chocolate chip, because, you know, obviously Cookie Monster was my favorite Sesame Street character. So they, she, you know, they would get the cookies from the food court and they would go ahead and put the sticker on the side of it that said, you know, you bought a dozen because at that point in time, you could just you know, go shopping and I could just fucking eat chocolate chip cookies in the middle mm-hmm. of the food world. And it was the fucking greatest thing ever. I loved <laughs> going to the grocery store. I was well behaved because I knew I was going to get fucking cookies. No shit. Right. There's usually a treat involved. Absolutely. I can't tell you the last time I was at a fucking Walmart, I stopped going to them for a lot of different reasons. I, I really do think that they're a, a fucking scourge. And I say that and I, I'm a religious Amazon shopper and they're just as they're worse actually, uh, as far as that goes about putting small companies out of business and small. Yeah. But at least Amazon's effect is dispersed. Like if you plop a Walmart somewhere, that area just becomes a shithole. That's no, you're absolutely right. And and you can still see that today. It, it, they, they run out all of the smaller businesses. I mean, the, the smaller businesses just can't keep up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny. And I think probably all four of us are, I'm a big sci-fi fan. And, and uh, one of the things, the dystopian sci-fi genre, right. Where everything is mega corporations and 
Umbrella uh, Corp, man. Right. Are you shitting right. me? Yeah. Or yes. what was the OCP and, and uh, yeah, uh, and RoboCop. Robocop. Yep. And, and again, and if you're into any kind of anime or anything like that, and I've always joked that sci-fi kind of tells the future. Um, some of I'm that not in I think the anime, but I am in the hentai. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. So who isn't though? I mean, seriously. Um, only met one chick that was into hentai, and that was that was different. Um, I met multiple millennials are weird. Yeah, I met one. I met one woman that we were talking and somehow it got onto the subject of sex and, you know, are you into anything, whatever. And she says, yeah, but I'm kind of embarrassed of it. And like, well, now I have to know. And, uh, she's like, do you know what hentai is? And I mean, I'm pretty sure that is the fastest direction I've ever gotten in my life. Um, Until she whipped out her bad dragon collection. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling somebody about that. I saw those dude. They're like, that's, that's just now getting kind of, I'll say popular for lack of a better term. But I saw that shit like 10 years ago and there was, there was another one, uh, post ovulator, post ovulator. Anyway, there's nothing new under the sun. There were women in the eighties that went nuts over a thing called the rabbit. And I'm not, I'm sure rabbits are still around. Yeah. And if there's a lady listening to this podcast, no one has to explain to her what that is. <laughs> what a rabbit is. Well, so this the the things that I saw about ten years ago were they were silicone alien dicks, right? And they're like they're odd shaped because they're alien dicks, right? And they're like eight ten inches long. And then you could buy these wax eggs that you put in them. So you're you're using them on yourself, and you could squeeze them, and you could squeeze that egg inside of you. And apparently some women have a fantasy of being, of having eggs implanted into them by aliens. And, yeah, and then like her. 10 minutes later, a little alien mouth pops out <laughs> as it hatches, it bursts out through their chest. I don't know if there's anything in the wax eggs. The point of it being wax was that it was like a low temperature wax. So that the, the body would eventually just break it down. And yeah. Okay. You Whatever you say. Goop yeah. out fucking wax. I'm just but they also did the dragons. How many emergency room visits has that resulted in? Because that just man. sounds like an ER <laughs> visit I know, well, to happen. One of those wax. Okay. I mean, it's it'll okay. come out. The face hugger will burst through their chest eventually. <laughs> right? <laughs> then you ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, it'll work itself out. If you talk to One any, way or another. If you talk to anybody that's ever worked in an emergency room, a lot of my family uh, are nurses. Four, three three of my four siblings and then I've had friends and family, but any of them that have ever worked um, emergency room, statistically speaking, and I believe you can look this up. um, One of the most common things for people coming to the emergency room is for having things stuck up their ass or, or in their rectum, Um, which I find, I find a little bizarre. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not saying that I care if you stick things up your ass, but, the fact that that many people stick so many things, so many unusual things up their ass that they have to go to the emergency room. You know, as as we just alluded to, there are really weird prosthetics out there that you can use that are designed for that. You know, so stop sticking weird shit up your ass. Well, there's a little bit here. of a 
like a confirmation bias working in the emergency room because I think it's more common to shove something up your ass than to like saw a limb off or like have some life threatening like medical emergency. Right, but still, why are all these people sticking things up their ass and having to go to the emergency room? Well, I just feel like it's not that many people, but it's more common than people that are that need to go for but others. Like, sick, they just don't feel well and go to the emergency room. You're saying, you're saying, emergency room. You're well, if I have a cold, I'm not going to the emergency room. People do it all the time. People get the flu. People bump their toe. They go and to go the to the emergency room. room? Yeah, people yes, do it all the time. How much money yes. do you I guys was in, have, dude? I was in the emergency room with a, a like a dirty sock. I think it was wrapped around my hand. I had tore my hand open with a, a nail, just laid my fucking hand open, and I'm sitting in the emergency room bleeding. I was actually pumping my hand at that point to bleed more because I was getting annoyed. And when I got back to that the- sounds uh, like a Dan thing to do. Right? <laughs> I'll just bleed more and watch this. So they finally get me back and this guy and this gal are, are uh, scrubbing my hand. I remember because it hurt like fuck, but they're like, we got to get the shit out of there. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And the phone rang on the wall. And the guy picks it up and he goes, but, and I hear him like, but uh, yeah, but okay. He's got, right. Okay. And he hangs up the phone and he's like, motherfucker. <laughs> now I'm in my early twenties. These guys are like doctors and shit. And this dude's pissed cussing. And he said, they told me to uh, wrap him up and send him back out to the waiting room because we've got all these other people waiting. And it turned out that there was a stomach flu going around and there were a bunch of people there with stomach flu. All and the uninsured people who, I guess, I, and, yeah, and that's, I remember that's how it was uh, back home too. Like all the uninsured people go to the emergency room because they can't deny you. Uh-huh. Like the doctor, the doctor could just say, say, "Fuck what you." What kind of insurance do you have? Right. Yeah. And the, okay, that and that might be. And I, I remember him. He's like cussing the whole time. He's like putting iodine or something on my hand, and he's wrapping me up, and he's apologizing to me. He, he he was like Jekyll and Hyde. He he'd be looking at her and he'd be like, "These fucking idiots, just go home and puke." That's what. You, all right, you have a stomach flu, just go home and fucking puke. And then he turned to me, "All right, man, hey, I'm really sorry. So we're just <laughs> wrap this up for you." And then he turned to me, "I mean, all these fucking people. There are a dozen fucking people out there. There's nothing we can fucking do for them." And then I'm gonna need you to just kind of not don't don't twist us or anything until we can get you back here again. <laughs> I'm just like, Bleh. all right. So they stuck me back out in the in the waiting room for like another hour. And he was right. As I was sitting there watching, there was nobody else there bleeding. There was nobody else there doubled over with like kidney stones or anything. It was people like, I don't feel good. And then they'd puke in a fucking bowl or one of the little pans or whatever you call it. And I was like, you know, there's a stomach flu, dude. What do you, what do you want? Yeah, that's so a good yeah, point. People will go to the emergency room. Dude, and some people just, I knew a dude that, he was a fucking hypochondriac. That guy was I, actually, I, I personally think he was dr- a drug seeker and he would go to different emergency rooms. Um, and it was always complaining about something. It's like, dude, you're fucking fine. Like, stop it. I just, I don't know. I just don't feel good. Right. It was like, as he's smoking his fucking second pack and drinking <laughs> Mountain Dew, and I'm like, well, just a thought, you know, but yeah, I don't, I went to the emergency room last year and it cost me like $800, I think, when all was said and done. And that was with insurance. Um, nah, fuck that, dude. I'm not going to the emergency room for... If I'm in the emergency room, there's a good goddamn reason for it. 
Yeah. It's an emergency. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Either I was unable to tell you not to take me there. Um, you know, so, um, last year it was about the, it was this time last year that I had my, my fucking, uh, break from reality and was having the panic attacks really bad. And I, it was a matter of fact, it was a, um, it was a podcast day. I think we were doing them on Fridays then because we were all off on the same day and mm-hmm. I was trying to get online and, and do the podcast. And like, I couldn't sit still long enough. I couldn't breathe. And I had dug up. I was like, dude, I got to go to the emergency room. I got to figure this out. So I walked in, I told the guy, I was like, he's like, having any chest pains? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm having a panic attack, but I got to give him credit. They were pretty cool. Um, there was one nurse and she had like the Texas nurse hairstyle. Like it was obviously nine feet long, but she rolled it up into this fucking weird sloppy like rope bun on top of her head. And uh, she kind of gave me the the rolled eyes like this fucking dude, you know, but the doctor was cool. And then they had this, uh, what do they call them? nurse practitioner or something like that. And she was fucking awesome. Like she was actually very empathetic. And the other ones were like, they couldn't give a shit less. They hit me with some Xanax and sent me home. Um, but yeah, that all in all somewhere between like five and $800 after all was said and done. And that was again, with insurance. You so, have better insurance than I. <laughs> well, depends on what you had done too. All they did to me was the, uh, they put all the things on you and they check your, uh, heart pulse shit. So oh, the finger pulse thing and the blood pressure. And- well, they, they put, what the fuck's that called? Is it an EKG? I think it's an EKG yeah, on your chest. Yeah. And they put like the 10 yeah. things on your chest and, you know, decides. <laughs> yeah. The only well, time I it. had that done was when they had my fat ass get on a treadmill with that stuff on. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. How'd that work like, out what for the fuck? I'm fat. I was like, guys, I, <laughs> like, oh, heart's going kind of fast. I'm like, yeah, I'm fuck. I'm obese. Of course. Uh, and you're making me run and you're putting it in an incline. You don't have to put it in an incline to get my heart rate up. Right, just uh, tell me what was in that Danish. Uh, <laughs> I was like, the incline's not necessary, guys. My heart rate is going to get up to where you want it, I promise. Get that way, just walk into the bathroom. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> if I blink too fast, my heart rate, my watch tells me I'm uh, my heart rate's but, too high for a sedentary position. But now that you always concerns it, me. Uh, What's that? My, my, when you go to the bathroom and... There's always that one guy in there that's like, <laughs> he's fucking out of breath. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you okay? Do you need some penicillin or yeah. do you need some like aspirin? I, it concerns me. It concerns me when they're taking a shit, right? You hear me and they're doing Lamaze, but we've all been there, right? We've all been. <sighs> oh, <sighs> fuck, 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 fuck. Okay. Whew. But when they're just taking a piss, <laughs> that's concerning. <laughs> Standing well, there to urinal in there. <sighs> about six months ago, I went in the bathroom because I thought I had to shit. There was somebody already in one of the stalls. So I go into the stall next, sit down, and just let out a gigantic fart. I mean, just a gigantic fart, which echoes in the toilet bowl. So you get that Godzilla fart effect. So, and then like, after I farted, that was it. I was like, well, I guess that's all it was. And the motherfucker in the, in, 
have no idea who in the hell it was. They just busted out laughing. The fact the fact that you would have audibly said, Well, I guess that's all it was. <laughs> I'm sure that had nothing to do with it. Probably not at all. Probably. You know. <laughs> Cornbread holds up. <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do in bathrooms, like well, like at work where I know people, I have this weird habit, I guess. I, I don't know. I, re- I, n- I notice people's shoes. I know what shoes they're wearing, and I don't know why I look down and, and do that, right? Especially if they wear the same shoes all the time. I just, it's a, it's a weird thing that I have. And I have on more than one occasion been sitting in a stall and seen a pair of shoes in the stall next to me that I recognize. And when I do that, when I recognize them, I'll just slide my foot over. <laughs> just like nudge, nudge. Most people just, you, they just jerk their foot over and they get real quiet. You know, I reach for my pocket knife. I'm going to get stabbed. Are you sure you're not a closeted politician <laughs> at a rest stop? Just call me George Michael. Republican. You hear Dan get his, uh, he, get a, he gets his boar bit out and starts drilling a fucking hole. <laughs> <laughs> that coincidentally is the same uh, diameter as my erect penis. So right about <laughs> half. That was your nickname for your penis. Borehole. <laughs> the old boar bit. The old boar bit. <laughs> ring, ring. Yeah, I've done that to a couple people, and it's only, only I think, once that I remember I did that, and someone went, okay, Dan. <laughs> I just slid my foot back over quietly. <laughs> so apparently they recognized my shoes. So Well, it wouldn't be hard to recognize your shoes since you got, you know, uh, not the largest foot in the world. <laughs> so it wouldn't matter necessarily what type of shoes that you had under there. If it looked like you're playing footsie with a middle schooler, you could probably take an educated guess. Let's see. This is either a toddler or Dan. I'm going <laughs> to hedge my bets. Stop it, Dan. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I wear a size uh, somewhere between. I hate you motherfuckers that can just walk into a fucking store or worse yet. Worst yet, you cocksuckers that can order shoes online. All right, fuck you. Fuck you if you, I wear size nine. I wear size nine in this shoe. I wear size nine in that shoe. Fucking size nine, blah, blah, blah. I can wear Brush anywhere between a seven to an eight. So I either wear a seven, seven and a half, or an eight. Probably you got big feet. <laughs> You've got big feet. Just uh, order size clown shoe and call it. <laughs> right. I just noticed <laughs> you're having a tirade about shoes the same way, way I hear women describe buying swimwear. Swimwear? I could see that. Yeah. It's just something I have to try shoes on. Uh, that's why I've worn those Timberlands for, um, God, the last seven, eight years. Uh, had a podiatrist tell me they're a good shoe. I was wearing them. He's like, yeah, this is a good shoe. I was like, cool. 
Um, but they fit me great. So I just keep ordering the same fucking ones in different the colors. Timbos. Two years. Yeah, the old Timbos. You tell everyone you're dead ass, sign. I'm a 90s rapper now. Do they still wear Timberlands? Rappers still wear Timberlands? Uh, I don't know if rappers do, but people that say they're dead ass definitely wear dead ass. Timbos. Yeah, I'm dead ass. People, you know, New York people. Oh, okay. You gotta get the FUBU from Ross also. FUBU. For us, by us. I remember my mom almost bought my brother a shirt that was a FUBU shirt. And it's like, eh, let's let's not buy that for my brother. No, fuck that. Buy it. (laughs) I feel like if, if if I can't wear a FUBU shirt, right? I'm just saying. Equal opportunity and all that. If you're going to have the Timbos, you got to have the big puffy jacket and the uh, New York Yankees hat. With the tag still on it. Yeah, with the with the uh, lady sewing the hat strapped to the top of your head. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the Kangle hats or whatever it's called. Bro, I, had, I had Kangle. I had a Kangle hat. What is that? The Kangle? Uh, K-A-N-G-O-L Kangle. They were popular, what, early 2000s? Maybe late 90s? Yeah. yeah. Then I think uh, Lids pretty much took over everything at the mall. Yeah, yeah. And they're expensive as fuck. So I walked in there one day. I was looking for some some kind of a hat. I don't remember what I was looking for. And I was like, yeah, this is this. I am not their demographic. I am not. Yeah, don't go in anywhere that looks like it sells streetwear because everything will be like 100% more. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, these hats were, I mean, they were like starter hats and shit like that. And um, yeah, they were outrageous. And and you could tell that it was kind of like the shoes, the guy that, the guys that buy shoes and never wear them. Um, you could tell these hats, like, they were made to be, if, if they were to be worn, they were, they were made to be worn by people that, if anything touched the hat, they'd freak out. Touch my hat, man. So the tags were my favorite, though. Leaving the fucking tags on. That was always my favorite. It's so funny, dude. What the fuck? So, but then again, fashion has never exactly been my forte. So I'm I'm in jeans and a white t-shirt most of the fucking time. And I'll change that up by putting a shirt on over the white t-shirt. Hey, look at me. So... I do jeans and a sarcastic graphic tee to show everyone how unique and quirky I am. You are you unique. sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> you are very, you are very quirky, Adam. That is true. Yes, I. I that's how you know I'm the funny guy because I got the the funny T-shirt. It's not like other girls. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Has he ever tried uh, college competitive swimming? So, well, there's a one time. <laughs> there's a one time. Yeah, it was different. Transgender sports. Sponsored by Anheuser Busch. <laughs> so that is why, um, at the at the emergency room, uh, more people come in with uh, stuff in their ass, guys. That's why. Anheuser Busch. What do you mean? Well, I mean, we, we, I thought we had, I thought that was us bringing it home. Oh, no, I don't think it was. I oh. think you misread that. I think we may have gotten away from, 
You know what? I'm starting to think we're ADHD. Do no. what now? <laughs> what did you say? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what? What, what, could you repeat that? Hang on. This YouTube video is too loud. Let me turn it down. <laughs> oh, Dave Coulier, huh? Oh, Dave Coulier. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times a day I go, what? What? Because people will talk to me and I'll look up and they're just talking and I'm like, what? Why would you do that? I I do yeah, have. When ADHD. did you start? When? Did, how long have right. you been here? <laughs> right. But even if I didn't have ADHD, if I'm not looking up at you, what makes you think that I hear a fucking thing coming out of your mouth right now? Like I. Have, hey, how's your day going, Dan? So anyways. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> uh, Just let God me read good. anything, and then somebody comes up and starts talking. I don't I, hear a damn word. I think it's adorable that you can read. I fucking can't. I, I Imagine get, reading. Oh, Jesus, I dude. I get, I get three, four words into something, and the, the letter, the words start dancing on the page, and my head starts going, hey, 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 you know what? You should think about 13 other things right now. You don't want to read this. I'm like, no, Suddenly brain. Suddenly you're three chapters in, and you have no idea what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck you just read. Yeah, right. dude, I hate that shit. <laughs> yep. I hate that that's why me in college never worked out. I just, I, I couldn't, uh, if I wasn't deeply interested in something, if I, if I'm interested in something, I can get into it. Um, I was just reading an article before we jumped in here. I was reading an article on Slipknot because I like music and it was kind of, it was uh, like how they got together and shit like that. I was interested in that, but you give me something that's like dry uh, have you got, I know, I bet all of you guys have at some point, what was his name? Is it William Odom? I think he did. Uh, he, he writes a lot of Cisco CCNA books, um, training books. I think books. I've seen some of his stuff. Yeah, he yeah. was, he, he, he did a, a lot of these big, like, uh, lexicon Bible fucking CCNA stuff. That is the driest motherfucker on the planet. Like I have to give him credit. It is impressive how dry his writing style is. And I started reading it and I was like, well, that was a waste of $200. Thud. Because <laughs> there was a no uh, post office analogy for how packets arrive or some shit. I think so. I think, yeah, that sounds very familiar to me. Um, there was another guy, they called him the Bulldog. Um, buddy of mine. <laughs> Sent me that, and it, it was pretty good. The bulldog. Yeah, the bulldog. What was his name? Juan actually bought me the the CCNA course. Um, let's see if I can find his name. The bulldog sounds like what a guy would call himself when he's selling like entrepreneur, like self help. <laughs> that that sounds like the guy that you know how to get chicks. You know they can't the use bulldog. this. <laughs> Yeah, super right. mega alpha fucking, here's how you get a Lamborghini in 90 days and get all the women you want. It was uh, Chris Bryant, the computer certification bulldog. So I don't know who, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that was. Yeah, I'm sure our our audience right now is going, oh yeah, obviously that's, that's, that's who it is. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we, were, yeah. we were talking about sticking things up our ass. Yeah, come on. Oh, let's see. Weirdly enough. Awesome. 
in the uh, intro. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say that's assuming anybody you know. Yeah, no one's listening at this point. On Spotify. Everyone say their social security number. Nobody's listening. <laughs> One <laughs> monster two, is not going to be happy. Four, five. Notification yeah, right. bull. He looks like a bulldog. Right, he looks a little bit like a bulldog. But his yeah. stuff. One thing I will say about him is that it was. Um, it he kept it. Um, entertaining enough and uh, ha- had some analogies and shit that like my brain could follow. Um, but that's, that's why I don't do certifications. That's why I don't do college. It's not that I'm stupid. It's that even medicated my ADHD is so fucking bad that reading no fucking way, like videos. If you can show me, uh, I've been playing around with Python again, but I'm why I have to watch videos. I buy books and I'm just like, that was a waste of 29 95. Um, if, if you don't have videos for me to watch and why I can watch a video and not read, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I used to be a voracious reader in my teens, 12, 13, 14 years old. Um, I I would read uh, Forgotten Realms. I know Doug knows it because of Drizzt Duarden. Uh, Dark Ari Salvatore. Ari Salvatore, right. Yeah. Um, Forgotten Realms was my jam. Um, that's a, It was a fantasy Dungeons and Dragons thing for you. <laughs> fucking nerd yeah exactly dude. for you people that didn't uh didn't play dungeons and dragons in someone's basement and actually got laid when you were 16 um hey man but- i had a lot more incentive to read when pizza hut was giving me fucking free personal pan pizzas <laughs> for reading uh accomplishing books yeah but you also grew up in georgia so they were doing everything they could to get motherfuckers to read they're like you know? please please the read love of god you know, it's a uh, farmer's almanac. Ain't going to read. So. <laughs> <laughs> the joke in the South. And I'm sure it was like this in Georgia too. When I lived in Alabama, the, the joke was always uh, people in Alabama would say, thank God for Mississippi. And the reason they said, thank God for Mississippi was because Mississippi was always absolute last on like education and absolute first in obesity and stupid bullshit. So if anybody in the, in the country was like, Oh, look at Georgia, look at Alabama. They could just point to Mississippi and be like, you know, we're not the worst. Mississippi would be upset if they could actually read. (laughs) If they could read the news about themselves. (laughs) (laughs) M I F F I, uh, I, uh, fuck it. So yeah, there was, um, there was a time when I, I, I was a voracious fucking reader, man. It's, um, I've got a pretty decent vocabulary because of that. Um, but here lately in, over the last 30 years, um, I t- and I tell people I can't read. And they're like looking at me cause they're like, wait a minute. It's like, Oh no, I'm not illiterate. Like, I mean, you know, I am, I am capable of uh, deciphering the squiggles and dots and whatnot to make words. They just, it just can't be much longer than a fucking tweet. So if it's if it's any longer than like a small Facebook status, forget it. And I'm sure technology has not helped, right? Or 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 like the I know Doug has joked about he would never install TikTok, not because he thinks it's you know evil Chinese garbage, but because at some point he would need to bathe, feed himself, etc. Precisely. <laughs> People little- who just say rabbit holes have yeah. no idea 
yeah. when you have hyper focus at my yeah. level. <laughs> it is true. I've seen days. I, I've seen him just dissolve days. It's, it's not rabbit hole. It's a worm hole. I come out <laughs> in another goddamn universe. And that's why when I read and my hyper focus engages, you can come up to me and say anything you could be you know, you've practically got to have a shotgun blast to get my attention. And uh, as a young child, this did not amuse my mother at all. <laughs> if I started watching anything on television and she wanted to tell me something, it, uh, it, there were, it was, it was uh, some interesting times. So one of my favorite stories to back that up was walking into a building Doug and I were both working at. Well, we worked in different buildings, but anyway, I, I came to that building and saw Doug's work vehicle outside. And I was like, Oh yeah, Doug's here. And it I was the in. Pentagon for those. It was wondering. the Pentagon. I walk in now you got to understand this is like a data center. So it's very dark inside. And even with the lights on, it's, it's relatively dim. And I open up the That's door. Like it. We yeah, cold and cold and dark and noisy. Yeah. I open the door and the Alabama sun comes, you know, flooding into the fucking building. And I set my bag down and I, I walk around and I, I, I see Doug and I'm like, hey, man. And he comes up out of that fucking chair like someone just hit him with 50,000 volts and screams and looks at me. and He goes, God damn it. Don't sneak up on me. I'm like, um. I wasn't sneaking. I opened the door. There was light, sound, motion. And that's when I realized just how deeply into a thing he could be where he genuinely did not have a fucking clue as to what was going around, going on around him. Because I assure you, any other human being would have seen the, the door, the light, the sound, and been like, oh, someone is here. Mm -mm, nope. He was deep into some technical document or something. And that was fucking it. So once I knew that that was a thing, um, I, I did in fact abuse that <laughs> as much as humanly possible. Yeah. You, you were not the only one. That was a, <laughs> it's been a common recurring theme throughout my life. Somebody <laughs> found the fuck with Doug button, otherwise known as wait till he pays attention to something and then gets his attention because right. at at that level of hyper focus, it's like I, wherever I'm sitting, that's not where I am. Right, I it's, am it's very obvious. Enveloped by whatever <laughs> in the hell that is, be it think, reading, uh, watching something. I'm total hyper focus on that crap, and then mm -hmm. when someone gets my attention it's like my consciousness has to come from wherever <laughs> in the hell it was and it snaps back into my body and it is quite a literal shock <laughs> and it is fun mastered astral projection i think it's kind of honestly man all, all corny jokes aside that is exactly what it looks like if you walk up on him blank face 
fucking just staring. And then when you get his attention, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's and like, usually, unfortunately, and it doesn't make me look any more intelligent with my fucking mouth open. I wasn't going to say it, but since you did. <laughs> I, I'll go, you know, it's like nobody will bag on me like I bag on myself. So. <laughs> he does. He goes a little slack jawed. <laughs> That's Have usually... you ever met anyone named Axelrod? That's my question. Axelrod? Uh, no, but have... Uh, you know how sometimes uh, when you're in a car and you blow a rod? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you're into. Right. Uh, he, goes, he goes by Rodney now. He goes by Rodney now. Yeah. Hey, man, man. your foot at the stalls must have paid off. I mean... <laughs> fuck around and find out. Don't yuck my yum. I'm yucking all your fucking yum. Don't, How about that? Don't you? You you would, you dirty whore. You oh, would. I, that's right. You I would. like it when you talk dirty to me. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet I do. I, you do. I know you I, do. That's good, because I do. Good. I hope you do. Well, I do. Sounds good. great. Good. Well, you, good. Won't. you won't. No you, you didn't. <laughs> no well, now I'm not going to. Good. I didn't want you to. Well, you I didn't want you to. We could literally do this for the next minute and a half and wrap this that up. That was my plan in the first place, but you just fucked it up by announcing <laughs> it. Adam and I go. get into this. And fucked it up for everybody. <laughs> Way to go. The, wouldn't be the first goddamn time. All right. I know what kind of shoes you wear. Uh-huh. I know what kind of shoes you wear, too. <laughs> yeah. They usually have Disney characters on the side. And they I light up. Gonna say it. <laughs> they light up, dude. I was jealous when I saw kids running around with those as an adult. Be like, man, <laughs> those are cool as fuck. We need that to bring those back. Fuck yeah, they do. But for adults, I mean, RGB, bro. Nvidia or, or uh, Razer needs to do that. Which was There's it? There's a store at the mall that has all sorts of clothing with RGB shit. It's really? like out there at Lakewood. Oh boy. That's what I want. Clothes that can catch fire. <laughs> I might have to check that out. I'm just saying. Sure is lit, fam. <laughs> lit, really. <laughs> I know what kind of shoes you wear.